did you uh are you still on the hotel wi-fi well i uh i connected to my phone via hotspot okay that seems to I mean, be you, working better but you definitely are moving much easier and i can hear you much clearer so it may not be the best wi-fi or hotspot but at least it's it seems to be better okay good yeah i did it on the um I did it on the same hotel's Wi-Fi last time. It wasn't a big deal, but yeah, I don't. I don't remember there being. Might have been a couple glitches, but yeah, that, there there was definitely one time where I went out, but yeah, it wasn't as bad as what you guys were portraying. No, no, but um, have you guys recovered from all of your traveling yet? No, I mean I had Sunday afternoon to recover before you know i oh fuck am i am i breaking up no i can hear you just fine. okay all right you were breaking up a little bit um yeah and so oh. sunday came back recovered you know somewhat and then monday worked and then about 2 30 or so like hit the road and up to tulsa so yes, you haven't had much time to chill then. No, I no, I didn't have much time to like, you know, get back into a normal state of mind. Right, right. But it's all right. Hotel life isn't the sounds worst. sounds much better. No, it could be could be worse. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you're staying in nice nice hotels and everything. Yeah, I actually got I got myself a suite this time because I said Ooh, I can't sweet. So like some personal news came back from Steve's wedding and was heavier than I've ever been ever recorded in my human history on this planet. <laughs> Do you want to give a, give the numbers to the crowd or so, uh, before I left, I think uh, I was either Sunday or Monday. Um, and it's always different. Like, as you guys probably know, when you step on the scale in the morning versus like the afternoon. Yeah, it definitely changes. I stepped on the scale in the afternoon it must have been Sunday. So that was, you know, the day I got back and I was like 185. And I was like, wow. Like I haven't wow. been this heavy ever. <laughs> I can't even remember the last time. Like I've been 180 for, I don't know, a couple months now, a few months now. But I was like, I can't even fucking remember the last time I was even 180. I'm 185. You're approaching Jesus my territory. Christ. That's what I was saying. I was like, <laughs> my barometer is like how heavy Adam is. I was like, Adam, like the last time I remember him telling me it was like 190, 195. Oh God. Like, that was, that was years ago. I haven't been in, I haven't been under 200 since, I don't know, maybe like, I'm like 210 now. I'm like 210, 215. I'm somewhere oh, okay. in between there. Yeah. All right. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. No, I'm not, well, not 195. That was, uh, well, I think, when I was at the lumber yard, I think by the end of the summer, I was like 199 because I just sweat my ass off the entire day. But I've since recovered back to my regular 210, 215. So yeah, you're not, you're not in my territory yet, but you're definitely closer than you've ever been, obviously. Yeah. So, I, so how uh, did that get you a suite? That's so bad for you <laughs> for looking for that? I mean, I it, wait to see where this connects. Yeah, no, the connection is... I said to myself, because uh, when I go on the road, I eat like shit. Like, and I almost yeah. like look forward to eating like shit. So I don't try and prevent it. Um, 
So I was like, you know what? Like the the last time I was here in this hotel, last time I recorded, I didn't even have a microwave in my uh, room. So I was like, like this sucks. Like I can't even like, not even thinking about a diet. Just like thinking about in general. You can't like, even heat sucks. up your late night snacks. Oh, right. just your yeah, like, even my like the whole leftovers that I'll typically, you know. Uh, indulge in like curl into bed with around 11 o'clock <laughs> yeah I can't heat up my stromboli so I uh, I just said to myself wait do you no, travel I'm... with strombolis oh you fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> always gonna log I was gonna stromboli. say I don't think they know what strombolis are in Oklahoma no there are no strombolis out here literally like at yeah, all not a concept Um, so I was like hey I need to like I need to get a microwave. I need to get a fridge. Like I need to get shit that, and I just brought like stuff to make salads and like like hummus and all this shit. So I'm finally like, this will be my like from now. It's it almost July. From now until like September, it'll be my try to be healthy few months. I'll probably work out more than I ever have. I'll eat healthier than I ever have. I'll get down to say 175. I'll lose 10 pounds, and then like shit'll blow up, and I'll just be like back to the cycle again. But that's me, baby. The holidays come, I gain it all back, and then I lose it for a vacation, and then gain it all back. Yeah. So easy. they saw all your salad stuff, and then they gave you the sweet. No, I fucking <laughs> booked a sweet, knowing that, was... that I was bringing salads. Okay, I was wondering where it was going to connect back. To, to the sweet, but sir, you look like you've got a lot of produce. We're gonna give you a sweet. <laughs> I good for I, you, man. I had like it was so ridiculous. Like I'm coming up here. I came up here Monday night, and I'm leaving like Thursday afternoon. I came up here with like four full bags. Like it was a whole like for my outfits. Like you know my whole carry on, and I have my backpack with all my stuff all my toiletries all that shit and i had like two fucking bags full of like like what would i consider like relatively healthy snacks like better than oreos like i ate in moab and then like my what would i consider like meals like at the end of the night like chicken and lettuce and like you know all that shit like for to make for salads like I, this is insane and i'm coming up here for yeah that, that that's like, tough to manage fucking yeah. four bags full of shit so yeah i don't know looks like we're all making healthier choices you're doing that mo went mo walk the whole cliff walk today and i've been I running did. i've been running every morning since yesterday what <laughs> what <laughs> you've been running yeah i get up before i go to work and i run Oh, I, I was like, wait, I thought you were done with work, but now you started. Well, sorry, job. my summer job. Yeah. So I so come up at we have, a, we, have a, we, we have a lot of listeners. So what, we do. what are you doing again for the summer? <laughs> so I'm a parking attendant. <laughs> at a Rhode Island. So I didn't even let him say the first two words. Ty, Ty loves my summer jobs. <laughs> yeah. I was parking attendant at uh, Scarborough. <laughs> So what time Actually, do you have I, to be into work? I got to be into work. I get there between 8 and 8.15. So I'm probably... That's probably I mean, still a decent drive for you, right? It's 30... That's what I was telling Mo. It's 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, it's it's not like... And it's not like I hit a you lot gotta, of traffic. Like, up and down. Down. Exactly. Yeah. Like, when I would drive to Cranston, it was like less than 35 minutes. So, like... Right. It just... 
I was telling Mo, like, obviously, if you look at a map, it makes sense why it's 30 minutes. But, like, in your head, if, like, from Newport, like, it right. shouldn't be this long, but it is. So, just get but, a yeah. boat. <laughs> That'd be badass. <laughs> I'd probably have to leave it like three to get there. I'd probably get lost kayak. out at sea. Yeah, I got a kayak to work. It's going to be fucking... five hours. Oh, God. No, I'll stick to my running at 6 a.m. to, you know, instead of kayaking. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was wondering why, you know, Jared had said, hey, you know, initially it was, which I feel like is already going to be an issue for Jared. You said, hey, I can't start till 730, which is a, what, a half hour after we normally start. Yeah. Jared's like, oh, let's, let's let's push it to eight. And I was like, all right. Like, nope. No, I, I, summer no mo, problem. baby. This yeah, is, no, this no, is no, vacation, Mo. I was this like, no problem. Eight. This is not summer mo. This is vacation so, mo. Summer, summer mo, mo is cool at seven thirty. <laughs> summer mo is cool at seven thirty. Vacation okay. mo is cool at eight. Right, and you were like eight o'clock. I was like, all right, like I'll do it. Like let's let's cut it back. Let's try to hammer it out in forty five an hour. And you were like, no, we can do everything. I was like, wait, what? And you're like, who I'm is on this vacation, guy? baby? Yeah. I'm this on vacation. <laughs> any any Just, any good plans for uh, this week slash weekend? Just doing a little staycation, enjoying finally being able to uh, hang in Newport. Weather has been beautiful. I feel like since I've been down here, I've been away pretty much every single weekend. Yeah. So that's been good. So yesterday I did some landscaping and some things around the house. Got some Today I woke done. up to the you got some weeding done. Big weeding guy. <laughs> the never-ending weeding. Today I did the chair. Did the uh, <laughs> when you have fucking. A yard, you got to take care of it. Ty gets it. I hear you. Um, yeah, Ty, Ty today gets it. Today, I did really the cliff take walk. Care of that yard. Yeah, Ty, <laughs> Ty pays somebody to do it. This upcoming weekend, I did say, I said, hey, it's landscaping time. We got a long weekend. Let's get... Uh, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's get some it's, shit it's done. It's rewarding. It's rewarding when it's done. Hey, hey so, Rodrigo, um, get over here. <laughs> 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 Rodrigo. Hey. Mow my square, my square lawn. What? Oh, essay. Yeah. Essay. Baba knows. Baba You want to keep going on? Oh, man. That's all I really remember. <laughs> no mas. No mas. No yeah. So enjoying a nice little chill staycation. It's about 75 degrees right now. Beautiful paradise, oh. Newport, Rhode Island. Wherever Perfect. else it's 97. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not Maybe too bad up here tomorrow. now, but it's like kind of not great weather. Like it's been raining on and off up here, so yeah, it's been the '80s. But you know, the only reason why is because bad weather. So yeah, I'm envious. Well, if you want to get in the beach for free, come on down to Scarborough South. I'll let you right in. Nah, I'm good. Come on, man. Everyone's so <laughs> everyone's so nice <laughs> there. There's a lot. Well, will you actually let me in for free? Yeah. What if, what if your boy, like your little minions are working the front gate? Say, hey, let him in. He's VIP. I'll just let you in myself. You can just come hang out at the the fun grass lot with all the fun Rhode Islanders that come to Scarborough. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna split your pay? Split my pay with you? If you work. If I'm with- hanging out with you all day, I'm not doing oh, it for free. What? I, just said you, I just said you can go to the beach. I wasn't expecting <laughs> if, if you. He, he you wants wanna, to get a part oh, of your fucking hourly the- wage to be there. <laughs> I thought you would hang out in the parking lot with you. Dude, I'm barely getting a living wage working there. So I don't know if I can. Do you, spare do you have like, fa- like, so did you do day one there? 
Monday? Because it's Tuesday. Well, I've done, I, I did a, a weekend a uh, couple weeks. I did Father's Day weekend. They were like, hey, any chance you can do it? I was like, yeah, I got nothing going on. Might as well. Yeah. Before the summer I don't starts. have a dad, so no problem. I'm in. <laughs> well, when I, agree, when I agreed to it, I forgot about Father's Day. So I, I ended up going I don't after. have a dad. <laughs> I ended up going after my shift to see him, which luckily he's on the way. He's right on Route 1. But um, this was my first week of my, like, Monday through Thursday schedule. How was Monday? Um, a lot less busy get, than today. Get, uh, just entertain us. Give me like a you, you you drive into the parking lot. Like, what's your day from when you get out right. of the car to when you get back in the car? So after I've gotten my my bank and the keys and all that shit, I drive to Scarborough South. You guys bank, cash. your bank. Well, all right, let me backtrack more. I go to Scarborough North and they give me like pouches of cash, like, you know, for making change and whatnot. And then I drive to Scarborough South, which is literally right next door. I unlock the gates, me and my minions spread the cones around because it's a giant grass lot. So there's no organization without cones. Um, And then I fucking sweat my ass off as I'm doing that. And then I come back, morning rush, then it's kind of, calm then i yell at somebody for parking where they're not supposed to <laughs> hey, <And> then, hey. <laughs> dude, it happens <laughs> once an hour i gotta tell someone like they, they just park like complete ignoramuses it's, it's ridiculous yeah you probably see some fucking creatures i'm t- i'm telling you it's not everybody there there's some very nice people there probably not 95 percent good people there's there's just some interesting folks that come strolling through there but yeah it's just like you know i'm i'm in the booth i'm not in the booth i'm fixing cones i'm doing this i'm yelling at somebody and then six o'clock rolls around i i get all the cones i'm the only one and then eight hours later (laughs) i get all the cones (laughs) pack it up head back to scarborough north hand in my cash and i'm i'm out by 6 15 6 30 ish and Man, that's, that's that's a day. That's a long fucking day. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. was telling Mo like, definitely not as hardworking as the lumberyard. Like, there's right. no question about that. But ten right. hours out there running around on the grass lawn. Yeah, yeah busier than you thought it was going to be. You thought you'd yeah. be fucking crushing thrones on your phone all day. <laughs> yes, yeah, like what the? You're fuck? like, oh, I'll be in the shade just watching videos all day. Yeah, I, a little more leg work than I thought, which honestly, it's like a workout because I burn a shit ton of calories, which is nice. So. So, I feel a little better about like stuffing my face when I get home. I thought you were going to be one of the guys like in the booth when you drive into Scarborough to like get a parking ticket. Well, sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not because I got my little minions in there and they do most <laughs> of the booth stuff. And then like if one of them needs a break, I jump in and I actually don't mind it because it actually makes the time go by fast because like there's a lot of cars coming in most of the time. But yeah, I mean, I, I am in the booth, but I'm also like not in the booth. I'm all over the place. Favorite position so far? Booth, definitely. Because <laughs> if I'm not in the booth, that means I'm like spreading cones or like yelling at somebody. All right, so, so here's the move. Since you're in charge, you should just be like, all right, guys, I'm in the booth from now yeah, on. Yeah, dude, no chance you're not the only white guy there. So it's me and three like high school chicks. Oh, that's really? It. Yeah. That's it. Just like, all right, dude, ladies, I'm in the booth. You're spreading cones. 
Well, well, end we of story. All, we all spread the cones in the beginning, but by six o'clock, I'm the only one left because their shifts end at four. So I have to collect all the cones. So the only one for two hours. Yeah, but it's He's one. The cone I, manager. I'm the co- I my whole life is <laughs> when I cones. tell you that my whole life is cones. I'm not lying. I want more cones. I'll never have enough cones in my life. I asked DEM, like, guys, I need more cones. Like, You're not kidding. kidding. I, I'm not joking. I, ne- I can never have enough cones in my life. <laughs> what, do you put cones between every single parking spot? No, no. I mean, like, they have to use some common sense and, like, park in, like, some kind of a straight line. But I start the lines off with my cones, and I block off areas with my cones. You got to give us a little video tomorrow so we understand better. I'm not picturing it. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a video if you really want to know what's going on. It's so you're, like if you if someone asks like, hey, what do you like? What are your core competencies? <laughs> what are your core responsibilities? Do you just say like cones? Big cone guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm great at you know, managing like some, traffic with cones. You know, like people, some people count sheep to go to bed. Well, I count cones. You're going to be having Cohen nightmares. Yeah, that sounds Adam, awful. Adam. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I wish I had that many cones. Dude, the things I could do at that lot, if they gave me enough cones, like forget about it. Like nobody would even question where they could park, but I don't, they don't give me enough cones. It's a never ending battle for cones. So now is the lot filled up yet or no, it doesn't get full. It's so big. Do we have this little to talk about tonight where you guys want to hear about <laughs> no. the summer job? <laughs> I'm waiting to cut it off, but it just keeps. Right. What, just what keeps was your question? Mo? Sorry. What was your question? Um, is the, has the lot filled up yet or it's so big it won't fill up. It would take a, like, we had our busiest day in like three years today at Scarborough. Wow. South. wow like, really? Yeah. And obviously last year was COVID, so like capacity. But oh. the year before that was fine. But like this said, like this year, this day like broke records. Like on a fucking Tuesday. Like how it's are the week of the fourth? You're right. You're right. And it was really hot, so people want to yeah. escape the heat a little bit. So it definitely made sense. But yeah, it was the closest I've seen it to being filled. But like it would take madness to fill that whole place up. Like so you just gotta let the assholes park wherever they want to park. It's like not my problem. Just well, play dumb. it's not my problem unless they double park somebody. And then I got to like get on the, <laughs> get to DEM, tell them like, Hey, this car park, double park somebody. They're going to make an announcement. That's happened. A few what times. does double park somebody <laughs> mean? Like they block somebody in. Yeah. So like we park in double rows, you know, yeah. two rows and then a big, so one big can gap. back out. One can pull out the one asshole parked right behind. So you do need a lot of cones, dude. I need, I'll never have a dude. Cones. Did you hear him? He'll never in his never. entire life have enough cones. You could give me a hundred cones. Start and I a still would need more me, dude. cones. Our government, you know, will never do what's needed to be done. Yeah, dude. I thought Probably of a better. Not. I thought of a better idea. Get that stuff that they use in football and baseball to draw the lines on the grass, and just permanently do it once for the summer, and then you can just fuck off all day. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish I wish they would let me do that, but. Apparently You're in charge, I, man. Yeah, be, be innovative. Is there well, anybody with, with more seniority than you that ever steps foot in your lot? Yes, several Who? times. Who? There's people. There's like two people that come. What are in they like, just? They're just career senior supervisors. <laughs> <laughs> like, what could their position be? So, 
senior li- parking lot attendant. <laughs> senior director of cones. It's a union. They're very senior. Um, no, well, it's, the company is called Laz. Like, it's not the beach lot. It's they own the lot. It's a much bigger deal than you is guys. Is that what you say? Who do you work for? Or Laz. Laz. Big Laz. Wow. Is that like a cutting edge, you know, new technology company? <laughs> well, well, if, if you exactly. think getting license places, <laughs> license, license plates is um, cutting edge technology, then yes, we're very, very We're a nonprofit. We just seek cones. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Laz. Yeah, we just need cones. Like, we'll take any cones. You're, you know, <laughs> come on, you cheapskates. I'm like the Ellis Island of cones. Just like, or what is it? Yeah, Ellis Island of cone. Just bring me everything. I don't care if there's like a chip in it, if it's like half there. Just, I need cones. But they, they run like, I'm pretty sure they run some of the airport lots in Logan. Like, they're all over the place. Like, they, they have a monopoly on the public Rhode Island state beaches, I mean, uh, for for this state. And they also have some stuff in Mass and airports. Like, they're all over the place. So it's not just like Jared, stop clicking. a Scarborough I'm, I'm Googling them right now. Yeah, Google inside scoop. LAZ. I can't believe my mouse picks up my click. It's very loud. I don't hear you. This thing is so sensitive. Use your stupid trackpad or something. I'm a big mouse guy. Yeah, me too. So now you guys know more than I thought you'd ever know about my job. Oh, don't don't get it twisted. This this podcast is half an update on Scarborough Beach and and the drama that's internal to the beach and half the rest of what we want to talk about. I mean, I'm cool with it. I'll give you whatever you guys want. I'm an open book. And then maybe our listeners out there, if you guys have any spare cones anywhere, we could really use them. I could really use them. What do they say when you ask for more cones? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll bring them. And they don't bring them. And they just don't. And then I ask again. And they finally did today. I literally had to, like, wait. It's like, they're like, yeah, we'll bring them to you. I was like, no, I'll wait here. It's fine. And 30 minutes later, they brought me cones. That is incompetent. It's a bunch of 16-year-olds, dude, that are where, like, the little park ranger. Remember Strubing? Strubing was, like, the park ranger. Yeah. That's essentially what these people are. They're, like, 16-year-olds. Oh, the DEMs are the cone people? They have the cones, and I need the cones. <laughs> why doesn't why does Laz have the hey, cones? Hey, we talked about Big Shug. Now we have big cones. Big cone, dude. It's fucking it's ridiculous. We need to take it's them a down. government monopoly so, on cones. So, so Laz supplies D- you with zero cones. DEM gives you all the cones. Apparently, it's a deal they have with the fucking Scarborough place. <laughs> what scumbags, dude? They can't even give you cones. I got nothing, man. I'm just a guy. If you see, if you happen to drive Dude, by and you see a guy, like, guy wait and come, come work on the island. I mean, it would have been much easier, but <laughs> it's. I'll make do. It's fine. You're in for life. I'm You're in for, for life. every summer for the next forty it's not years. A, it's not a hard summer job, so I'm fine with that. And they, they, they are fine with my hours, so it's all good. I'll, I'll deal with the cone dilemma as the, as it comes. Well, but, your problem solver. Keep keeping close uh, touch with that story. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you plenty of updates <laughs> on the fucking cones. If you ever need a good example in an interview of just like, hey, when's the time that you, uh, <laughs> I didn't think outside the box to solve a problem. It's okay. I was at this job and I had managed parking and they would not give me enough cones. Yeah. And you'd be like, ironically, I did have to make a box, but huge problem. 
didn't have enough cones. Didn't have the cones. <laughs> Low on the cones. What I've had to do is like I've been super thin on cones. So I'm just spreading them out as thin as possible. Nice. And most people like see them and they're like, fuck you, cone, and just drive over it. Or like, <laughs> wow. It, it, I swear to God, this happens all the time. So you need wow. more cones to make more of a statement. So you need to be I'm yeah. Mr. Cone. I'm Do they call you Mr. Mr. C that you're staff or no? Mr. C, Mr. Cone. <laughs> Mr. Cone. Um, no, they call me Adam. Oh, they just call you <laughs> Adam. Oof. Why would they call me Mr. C? No, in no, all seriousness, guys. They, they just I know we're joking my, here, but. They call me my first name. <laughs> I'm going to first name. Sketch. Hi, I'm Adam. Hey, I'm Adam. I'm just, I'm your, <laughs> I am your, I'm your 30-year-old peer high schooler. Dude, I've never felt so, I've never felt so What's old. What's up, kids? I'm like I'm like that Steve Buscemi meme. That's yeah. What is that? Exactly yeah, what that's awesome. How you doing, fellow kids or something? That's me. <laughs> Although when people have asked how old I am, they are surprised that I'm 30. They thought I was younger. Is that a Could good or be because you're thing? fucking parking attention. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to being a teacher in the summer, dude. That's wow, what you got to tell them. Yeah, you're hey, 30. I wow. teach your youth. Yeah. Are you, you okay? Are, you you okay? Are, are things like going all right for you? <laughs> I'll let them wonder about my situation. Well, you know, multiple families a day in Rhode Island go back to their homes and think, hey, honey, Fuck. do you see that parking attendant? Yeah, no, no, the guy running around and fucking throwing cones everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's fucking thirty years old. Wow, damn, what? That sucks. No, no, he wasn't thirty. Yeah, he was fucking thirty. He told me. It's the first thing he said. Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> what would people say if you also said you were sixteen and you were just one of the kids? <laughs> That would actually be pretty funny to figure out how long, could, how long I could get away with that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone cares, so I no, could say. They wouldn't think twice about it. No, they'd be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, just graduated class <laughs> 2021. All right, they'd be like, fucking loser. Can I, can I park to go to the beach now? <laughs> yeah. Can you stop talking to me? Can you get these fucking cones <laughs> out of my way? Every, every, every car, guess how old I am. Guess how many cones I just used? Well, it would be like Hi, guy, our, our Broadway friend that came by. How old yeah. am I? Wrong. <laughs> didn't even give me a chance to answer. You officially become that guy. I am that guy. Yeah. Oh, my face hurts. My so, yeah, come on, yeah, come on so down and check out the lot. <laughs> we're, we're, we're 40 minutes in. Hey, right. yeah, that, that's what got us out of the story. I'm going <laughs> to Scarborough tour the office. Fuck yeah, dude. Come on down. I give you a tour of the office. Can't wait. <laughs> so, so these are my cones. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. This lot was just repaved back in 2007. It's a grass lot, dude. There is no <laughs> pavement. It's literally just grass. It's just grass. Wait, so, but Scarborough does have a pavement lot. Where are you? Scarborough North has it. I'm Scarborough South. I'm like, a, I'm the next slot down on the left if you're like heading to, hard, heading to Scarborough North. Hmm. I don't know if I've ever been. Well, you've passed Scarborough on your left before, right? Before like turning you're the, around. You're on the right, right after that? No, well, if you come down from Route 1, 
on to Scarborough North. If you take a right, yeah. eventually you'll see a massive <laughs> grass lot. You all cannot miss cones. it. If you see a lot of orange specks. <laughs> and a guy sprinting from guy. one of the park. <laughs> do you run or do you walk? I, the only time I really hustle is when I'm setting up or taking them down because I want to get the hey, hell out hey, of there. Hey, hey, hey. So I only hustle when setting up and breaking down literally all the time. There's really not much hustling required at this. I don't think you guys understand like what I'm actually doing. You have to see. Yeah, I'm trying to do here. See, like, this first fucking half an hour. With a whistle, all, whistling at somebody you know. to, you're in the wrong spot. Moving cones. Just, yeah. No, no, no. Cone, cone. He's like a Something sniper. Like that. You, ever, you ever seen the camel they wear in fucking movies where they're <laughs> snipers? He sits in the bushes and just waits until uh, someone runs over his cone. We, we, we got an I- illegal Parker by the beach. <laughs> I'm on it. Oh, man. All right. You guys want to hear more call about this? You want to just... Do we just, call, do we just call it there? Well, I mean, that was let's, almost let's a call this, Let's call this Cone Pod. This has the Cone to, Pod episode. If the title of this podcast episode is not cone related, I'm going to be very upset. Well, yeah, I would, I would make it some like ridiculous, like, you know, Oh, we're, we're done. Or some like fight we had people would listen and be like waiting and waiting. Oh my God. We only have like 10 minutes left. When are they getting to the <laughs> enough about the fucking cones? <laughs> are you fucking so- kidding me? We ended with fucking cones. All right. Well, last cone question. Okay. If you did have more cones, how would that make your job easier? Because you would just be setting up a- more cones. Right, but more setup and takedown, but less has less of a hassle during the day. Because it's easier to know where to park. So what do you do if somebody really does block somebody in? If I can catch them, I just say <laughs> you gotta move your car. And if I can't DEM just goes over the loudspeaker. That happened today. There was a guy, like I said, double parked somebody, and then they called it, and he came like two minutes later. So that, that that's good. I'd probably be like in the water, not paying attention. <laughs> I mean, honestly, to be honest, if someone double parks somebody and then they don't move their car, I don't really give a shit. Like, there's nothing. Yeah, it's not your problem. No, that's what I mean. Like, as soon as they park, realistically, as long as they're not like in the middle of like a path, yeah, I would that people be pissed use. at you if you let someone double park me and I couldn't get out when I wanted to. I'd, I, I would blame the teenage girls. That's okay. That was their that was their lane. But when all like we got slammed for like three hours today, I'm not looking where people park. And then just as the dust settled, I happened to walk over and like, fuck, this asshole just parked, made his own row, and just parked right there. I mean. Park at your own risk, I guess. I don't know. So you're a snitch. I am a fucking snitch when it comes to double parking. I take that shit seriously. And cones. Wow. See, if there was enough cones, that guy would have known. No, no, no. Not parking there. No, no, no. No, 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 no. That reminds me of, uh, as soon as you say that, Adam, what what movie does that remind you of? Nah, uh uh-uh. You didn't say the magic word, Jurassic Park. <laughs> of course. Nuh-uh. What, what quote is that from Jurassic Park? <laughs> That's when uh, the guy the screensaver. who plays Newman, he's in yeah. it, and he like fucks up the whole system and like pretty much shuts the so whole park down. Yeah, they can't control it remotely. They can't reboot it, and that's when the dinosaurs get out, and that's when all hell breaks loose. So, nuh-uh-uh. You can't park there. Nuh-uh-uh. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> He's going to get the shit beat out of you. 
No, dude, All I've right. been intimidating people. It's been great. No. Yeah, small families. It's like, get like the fuck have you out confronted someone face to face? In their car, I'm like, dude, you can't park there. And they go, it, okay. Oh, okay. I'm bad in a thousand. If I've told someone to move, they fucking move. Hey, I'm 30 that, fucking years old, buddy. <laughs> hey, I'm not some high school kid, man. I'm a veteran. I'm 30 years old. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> so well that I haven't found another job since. <laughs> so you better believe me when I say you better move your fucking car. I mean, it makes you think of the people who still work at Stop and Shop that are like our age. Like, how the hell are you still working at Stop and Shop? Which You're just exactly that why. good. I'm glad That's I got two months. That's why we're talking to Adam. Two months and I'm back to my, my career. Yep. Until the next summer. And then we'll see how this goes. Maybe I'll do it again. He just gets a taste of the high school dropout life and then bounces back into <laughs> Sadly, upper middle class. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> what? I said, Sally, that's correct. You do. Went from get, um, a taste of the high school dropout life for two months. That's yeah. Rents, rent sons, lumber mill, and parking attendant. I mean, I, I do you imagine you doing I, those I jobs 360, what I don't know. No, for four for forty years. No, (laughs) no, it makes Uh, me appreciate my job even more that I don't have to do that for more than two months. Well, we tried to stretch cones for an hour. We only got three quarters of the way there. That was way longer than I expected to talk about. That's probably way longer than anyone wanted to hear about cones. So. I blame you guys. You were keeping the questions coming. No, that was your. You were, ma- you were making it sound like a very interesting profession. I just was glued to the screen. I can tell. Well, you guys kept asking questions about cones, so I, you're more interested than I am. It seems. Um. So we we've got I think two main themes. We'll you know maybe get to the second. We'll cover the first. You know, in our in our uh, brand new show. Uh, style soapbox, yeah. The soapbox, uh, we'll traffic. Have... How about traffic cone? That's not a bad podcast name. The traffic cone, or just traffic cone? Just traffic cone, like instead of breaking points, like hey, Mo, what, what kind of cones you got today? <laughs> like, well, break down your cones. <laughs> um, so you guys had two topics that I thought like were kind of went together. So we'll, we'll get to those, and then obviously, you know, you guys can't see it, but Jared just did one of the biggest yawns I've ever seen in my life. Wow! Well, it so, is almost nine, so yeah. So we'll uh, we'll get we'll get through this as quick as we can. So we'll, I I thought we'd start Adam's topic. I think would make sense first, and then getting into Jared's to kind of wrap us up. All right. So the theme that Mo and I's topic shares is COVID. Okay, not to bum everybody out. I know we got really hyped up on the cone conversation, but we're going to bring it back down to COVID. Now, we had a topic that, and I just want to quickly uh, go over this quick because uh, I we did discuss this before with the NFL related to COVID. And like we talked about like some of the players being like reluctant to get it. So I have the actual number of people that have at least gotten one shot. Do you guys want to guess how many NFL players have at least gotten one shot percentage-wise? Yeah, percentage-wise, so percentage I guess sixty-four percent. Ty, oh god damn it, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good guess. Um, um thanks, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I'll I'll play it. 
I'll I'll play the under. I'll play the under. I'll go 55. 65%. Wow. Got him. 65%. So this is from Shefty. So it's probably pretty accurate. Reports that 65% of the NFL players have received at least one COVID vaccine shot. And coincidentally, that kind of matches the, the, the country in terms of one shot. You know, so that that's a that's a pretty good snapshot of what's happening. Is that in, our percentage right now? I think it's hovering in like the 60s for like people who have gotten at least one shot, and I think it's like 35 to 40 for people who have gotten fully vaccinated. Okay. So I want to throw that out because I know we were talking. We're like we weren't sure like how many players. So that's actually they seem to be on track to get the vast majority of people vaccinated in the NFL. So that seems good. But we'll. Stop talking about regular COVID. And now we're going to talk about a COVID variant, the Delta variant, which has been sweeping the, the, not the country, but the world started in India. And now it's becoming a bigger deal. Not really as much here because of vaccination numbers, but in areas where lockdowns have already been going on and vaccination numbers are a little lower and definitely helps put perspective on how well our country has done as much shit as, as we give our politicians and like our president at times they have that system has worked. People have been able to get the vaccine whenever they needed to, for the most part in the last few months, but you have the UK, which is continuing to lock down. And now they've moved their date back a month. It was going to be like June 19th. I think it was going to be like, they call it like freedom day or something. And then they said, Nope. Numbers are still high. This new variant's coming in. We're going to push it back to July 19th. Now, Boris Johnson um, said that, you know, that could change. But as of right now, it's July 19th. Sydney and other parts of Australia have restarted lockdowns. So Sydney, Australia, just put into place a two-week lockdown. And I sent you guys that map of Australia and its surrounding, you know, islands. You know, outside of Tasmania, which is an island south, like the you know southern coast of um, of Australia, everywhere in Australia is either in lockdown or is just continuing to go with restrictions. So they went from like the beacon of beating COVID to like now being completely locked down, and numbers are not high at all there compared to us. But well, I that's the thing, yeah. Different wasn't, country, wasn't the different... numbers like four cases? It started out like that. They were like, but they've risen. Then they're like up to like a hundred or something, but obviously it's not a lot, but it's, it's just funny how they're reacting to that. Like we would celebrate that, but then again, different populations, different sizes, whatever. And more recently, the world health organization, I know everyone got a laugh out of this because of what's been happening with the Delta variant. They are now encouraging fully. Jesus Christ. Be more interesting. <laughs> be less of a lame and just be awake at age 50. Oh, or, or just like try to pretend not to like be as tired as he is. Yeah, like, Jesus he Christ. has to lean back and like do the big. <laughs> Can't even hide it. Yeah, and put his. I was, I was joking about the be more interesting. I'm just, I just yawned. I lost focus for a second. So the World Health Organization has said that everybody who's fully vaccinated should still be wearing a mask, which obviously everyone fucking did a Moscow at and like, yeah, no fucking way am I doing that. So no way. With all of this still going on, I say all of this. Obviously, I'm using two areas like India is still getting destroyed by it. 
Um, and I'm sure other countries it's affected them. I know it's been brought up in our country as well. Do you guys see any chance at all that there's some kind of rollback with things in the United States in terms of restrictions in ter- it, meaning, do you think there's any chance that some restrictions, even small ones, might get put into place if the Delta variant continues to be as deadly and contagious as they're saying? What do you guys think? I think there's a better chance of you getting more cones than there is the U.S. going back into a lockdown. God. I hope I pe- 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 people would, including me, revolt. I would take it to the streets. And I also think like we're probably the most vaccinated country in the world. I don't know the numbers, but I think the reason those other countries are concerned is because their vaccination rate's not as high as ours. Certainly valid. And again, like it's, it's apples to oranges. And I, I definitely understand that. I guess what I was thinking, I wasn't thinking of like a nationwide change as much as certain cities See, like Portland or California or something like that. The the Somervilles of the country. I mean, they love it. They would love it, dude. I guess they'd be so happy. Ty, what do you think? What are the chances of something happening on a on a massive scale or even just a smaller scale? Do you know what the uh, vaccination rate in Australia is? It's probably not very high at all. See, I I would be surprised. Like that would surprise me. I think. Because it's, it's not high? It would surprise me if it's not high. If it's not, like, close to us. Because, like, A, they have a small population. B, and I'm saying this, like, completely naively, but they seem to me to be a wealthy enough country where if they needed the vaccines, money wouldn't be the reason why they couldn't get them. And they had been pretty strict throughout the last year. So... It, for me, I guess it would depend on vaccination rate, but even vaccination rate is only one factor. You know, it would say like, I, you know, if I were in that position to make some sort of decision on it, I would say, okay, what's our vaccination rate? And then like, what should be our vaccination rate based on the supply we have, right? Like, are there 50% of the population that has had the opportunity to get a vaccine? And just chosen not to, because if that's the case, like, why am I going to continue to make, say, the businesses of people who are fully vaccinated and took the necessary precautions to suffer, you know, if that were to be the case? So I, I think there's it would I would need to know more a little bit to understand, like, why they're making that decision. But I sent you guys that fucking thing from Canada. Yeah. And, Insane, yeah. dude. Like, I, I, that's why, like, ultimately, I agree with Jared. I, I don't I don't think there'd be any chance of us going back to where we were, say, in April or whatever of last year. Um, there's just no I, way. I fucking I fucking hope not. And I obviously don't think it's a big chance like nationwide. Like, I don't see like executive orders coming out or just federal laws being passed or whatever. I would I guess it would be more likely, obviously, in in like individual areas that like get free. I, out I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it could like the deciding time could be once things go to fall and winter again, kind of like last year mm. when things got so, right. so, so bad. 
Yeah. You'd hope that we have enough people vaccinated by then, but things were pretty much under control for summer last year in the States and everybody could be outside and in the fresh air. Yeah. So, but I pulled up vaccination rate by countries. So it's actually super surprising. U.S. is not the first. We are the sixth highest vaccination rate with only 53% um, of Americans having at least one COVID vaccine dose. Number one, Canada. 67 percent uk 65 how crazy is, is that though right i mean I don't and, and yeah dude canada literally just opened things up outdoors last week like you couldn't even golf in canada before last week damn how insane is that i'd lose my goddamn mind so i, I actually, think most, most people did yeah i found australia's numbers ty just to answer yeah. your question so Australia's vaccinate, according to this site, is 14.5%. That's pretty That's good. what I'm reading. So that's a total of just over 7 million doses of COVID vaccines that have been given out. And get this. So, Jared, this is kind of going back to what you're saying, because you're like, how many are actually being reported like COVID infections a day? 23 new infections on average. 23 insane dude and you saw that map the literally almost all of australia was red meaning like lockdown like people were getting in trouble for going outside there was like a weird story i read about that um there were these two dudes like one was like 30 one was like 49 and they were like naked in the woods i swear (laughs) to god and i guess they got spooked and by like a deer or something and they like ran out of the woods and then like police saw them so they got like fined and they Jeez. also have like a decent like exposure penalties or whatever. But like there have been like many people that have been fined like for breaking protocol and like breaking the lockdown. So like they are. I mean, Ty, didn't you share like a video with us months ago about like police like uh, like some girl like posted a video related to something like COVID related, and then like police came to her house and like no, that was last year, yeah, in Australia, yeah, like, yeah. like Australia, like they're I, I didn't yeah, I don't fuck pretty, around. I guess not. I guess not. So, you know, maybe maybe reacting this way, obviously, well, not maybe. It is an overreaction, I guess, by, by our standards, just based on what we've dealt with in our country. But like you said, Australia is not taking any chances, it seems like. So 23 new infections daily, they're, they are reacting as if, you know, like, like we were when there were thousands daily yeah. at COVID's peak. Right. And I mean, honestly, regardless of vaccination rate to me, it, like we've had the discussion before, but it goes back to like, hey, we're a year and a half in, like everybody knows who's the most vulnerable. Like if you want to stay inside, like you are more than welcome to like, and uh, like we said, every corporation or company that, you know, people work for small, medium or large, like should accommodate people who can't come to work or don't feel like there's you know it's safe to come to work but like fuck man can't be locking down everybody at this point in fucking it's just crazy these countries still haven't lifted yeah, yeah they've been locked down for over a year yeah they, they just keep extending it we like, thought it was bad here Oof. right appreciate our american liberties and like you said mo the uk has more it's by way less people than we have yeah that's have crazy more, huh they have higher vaccination rate absolutely crazy so you know what did you see the video of thousands of people protesting in the streets of london you can't blame them right give people the choice yeah i mean guys we, we all know covid is not going to kill a high percentage of the population at this point 
And I so I looked it up like when Adam said like, "Hey, this is what I want to talk about." I looked it up, and the first thing I googled was, "Are the current vaccines effective against the this Delta variant?" Yeah. Every single thing I read from every single outlet said either inconclusive or yes. So far, everything has said it's effective against this variant in terms mm-hmm. of. Reducing hospitalization, reducing yeah. A lot of so, it's just like, the, fe- the fear-driven we... shit. Right, right. That, it goes back to that. Like, it's like I, I definitely saw that come up a couple times. It was like the top AP news story this week. Like Delta variant, is it coming to the U.S.? <laughs> even uh, even the liberal mouthpiece himself, Doctor Anthony Fauci, has even said that this vaccine is effective against the new variant. Right. Yeah. So even he's come out like of all the people, like the, the most wishy-washy, you know, constantly moving the goalpost person on COVID is even saying it. So I, I don't know, like, well, wh- how much more data do we need at this no, point? It, the message should just be at this point. It's like, hey, here's just another reason why, you know, if you want to protect yourself, take these vaccines, which, you know, to date have been proven right to protect you from this kind of shit. Like, right. I, we don't know what else to tell you. Like, I mean, it would just be interesting to see what these uh, leaders of other countries are giving as their reason for why they're locking down or staying locked down. Like, that's not really Canada. making the news. You heard Canada. Well, that, that wasn't their president. That was some random schmuck. I don't know I'm who that sure guy was. was. A random schmuck who advises to yeah. government in Canada, right? I mean, yeah, that, that was some, that was some Nazi level stuff. Yeah, that was kind of freaky. right. Literally saying that, hey, part of the reason why we're continuing these lockdowns is to stop the quote unquote spread of misinformation that could happen if people in somewhat large gatherings got together. Yeah. That's and, and I told Utah, you and Tom, I think when we were in Utah, that there's no free speech protection in Canada. I told you about that comic who went to jail, right? Yeah, yeah, we were talking. Yeah, about that. so so that they're not stretching the law by doing yeah. that in Canada. I think that's right. something people take for granted that we have a First Amendment, and not everyone has Love a First Amendment. Free speech. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Um, so I I, th- I think that could kind of go into what Jared you wanted to talk about. And Adam, I don't know if you got the chance to listen at all to uh, Rogan's episode, but uh, so I didn't. I didn't listen to Rogan's episode, but I did listen to Matt Taibbi's interview. Yeah, on they stole my thunder. They brought it up yesterday. So okay. I have some background, but Mo, I haven't watched that you, yet. Um, yeah, away, so, so it, it was interesting to hear a different perspective. Um, so when I say the word ivervectin, had you guys ever heard of that before seventy-two hours ago? Nope, I had maybe heard Never. about it a week and a half ago just okay. because of the same people we're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, but before that, I, I had no, never heard of it. Never. Um, so I, I I think maybe a couple people posted on social media like, hey, great Rogan episode. So I listened to it and, and threw it on. And um, the Brett Weinstein guy I had heard of before, he came on Rogan uh, kind of right after COVID happened. He's an evolutionary biologist. And he was the first person to suggest that this could come from a lab leak. And kind of it was dismissed. No, he's kind of always been like little um, off center for, yeah. Like that would like that's how they're quite painting him as dark web. But he's just like a not mainstream media guy. He's not afraid to give these kind of like different opinions. Um, so he was on along with this doctor, and I have the doctor's name up. I don't know if I still do, but they were there 
um, really what prompted them to get on the episode. And they said, this is like the closest thing we've ever done to an emergency podcast with Rogan is that they had just had two strikes and two videos taken down off of their YouTube page, which is how they make a, or how Brett Weinstein makes a living. Um, I don't think that's how the doctor makes a living um, for misinformation. And one of them was actually them in, in a Senate testimony a recording of them giving the facts of ivermectin. It's ivermectin? Yeah. How do you say it? Ivermectin to the Senate on why he thinks it's a viable treatment. And even that was taken down. So, so really what they got into, and they, especially the doctor, he's the one who's done all this research, has pretty much positioned ivermectin as a anti-parasitic medicine that has extreme anti-inflammatory and antiviral properties. So obviously it was that designed to, to treat COVID, but it's been around for decades, super, super cheap, used all over the world. And there was overwhelming evidence that it reduced mortalities um, in COVID patients. They, it's been used in Guatemala, Mexico, Brazil, all of these other countries where they haven't been able to get their hands on remdesivir and all these other crazy fancy treatments that the U.S. has, like said, are suggested for COVID. Um, however, it's being flagged as misinformation. Their publications on it are being taken down. The health bodies at work, I don't know if it's the World Health Order or what, refuses to acknowledge it as a COVID treatment. And I actually looked at the, um, like the whole document today and it said, out of all of the um, suggested COVID treatments that are supposed to help, only one has actually shown, quote unquote, overwhelming evidence that it works. And it's an anti-something um, steroid. It's some steroid. I don't know what it does. But remdesivir, uh, the mitochlora, whatever treatment, antibody treatment, all of those are lumped from a, a review and research perspective in the same group as Iver, ivervectin. There hasn't been enough studies to show it's conclusive that this has a positive effect on COVID, despite this report and research showing that it is. So they, they just kind of went down the rabbit hole of like, how are we letting the World Health Order and all these people in politics and big pharma refuse to acknowledge this and starting to label it as the next hydrochloroquine saying that doctors shouldn't be using it and it has no benefit when there's overwhelming evidence that it does. And what they brought up was because it's a non-patented, very cheap drug, pharmaceutical companies can't make any money on it. And what they're promoting is those remdesivir, whatever antibody treatment, mitochlor, whatever treatment that are all patented and like $10,000 a treatment. And that's the only thing that they're promoting. So the kind of the question they talked about on the pod, and then I'll talk pivot into like how the media is covering this is should an average person be able to tell their doctor, here's what I want you to give me as medicine based on the research that they've done. Or if the doctor says, Hey, I'm going to only give you remdesivir because that's what's suggested, but you are educated enough to at least think that ivervectin could hurt, could help you. Do you think that patients should be able to, like suggest that feedback to their doctor because these doctors probably have no idea what they're doing other than doing what the pharmaceutical companies tell them to do when it comes to prescribing drugs. 
Yeah, I think the way you frame the question is incredibly difficult because then you get into like right? normal everyday people like challenging doctors, which yeah. probably isn't like healthy uh, in a general sense. But I think there's no question now if you if you pay attention. Right. I think this is the important part is if you're not like us. Right. Would we in a normal non somewhere in the middle, non like us, you know, kind of becoming more without independent media, right? Without us becoming more invested in this, would we ever think twice about never mind all the stuff we talked about with like patent protection with vaccines and how those have been publicly funded and then those like private corporations make ungodly amounts of money, right? But would we even pay attention not only that, but something even on a lower level? Right, that like as as ivermectin in this controversy. No, like, we would have never, ever, ever heard of it, never paid attention to it, and, and I think hopefully, like that, you know, to your point about the media and how it's covered, like that. That's exactly why is if you pay attention to only mainstream outlets every now and then, you've never heard of ivermectin, and if you have, it's on some like level of hey, this is a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah. Do do you guys remember um, who pretty much spearheaded the hydrochloroquine treatment? Trump. Okay. So yeah. And this is a this is a point that Matt Tybee made Tybee made in in his um, interview. I'm not going to steal it and say it's mine, but like it, it makes sense that like this whole idea of these alternative treatments to COVID outside of what the mainstream has talked about almost has like a Republican tank, like, twist to it. And, and people yeah. like freak out like, oh, no, 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 like Trump wanted to do that. So that means any other alternative medicine or tr- treatment must be fucking, you know, you, you must be mad to even try it. And it just completely discredits it. And I think Ty made a good point too. I think we're getting to a point now where, you, to, so I guess to answer your question, Jared, I do think patients deserve some say, or at least a good amount of say in what they put in their bodies. But like, it is a little dangerous now where like these people who go to med school for years and years and are very knowledgeable or very smart people. And we should be trusting their opinion. Now, all of a sudden, like we're questioning everything that, that these, that these uh, licensed physicians are saying. And I, it just kind of paints a bad picture in, at least in my mind, um, going forward. Um, but here's the thing, right, is maybe we're on the very, like, beginning side of, like, a new frontier where, what, did social media only, like, become relevant and become, like, a part of everyone's fabric, like, what, 10 years ago? Yeah, I'd say probably the last a 10 decade. years since we were in college. That's right. fair. So, like, I think it's still so insane for you to say things and talk about things like big pharma and explain what that means and explain all the things behind the scenes that happen to lead to things like vaccines or lead to things like ivermectin being pushed under the rug and becoming labeled as misinformation as like this element of like that elitist kind of corporate culture that isn't like America now like you sound like you're a fucking lunatic. But yeah, it, it, I think I it's think becoming right. more and more, and which is why I think the three of us 
uh, have kind of become more conscious to that is it's becoming more and more and more mainstream as people who outside of the mainstream are able to find an outlet to get out to normal people. It's Sagar compared even this concept to the lab leak, how at first anybody who brought up the lab leak theory was a crazy conspiracy theorist, Yeah. but due to independent media and people actually coming forward with real information and that getting in enough people's ears, eventually the mainstream media and the way House had to acknowledge it and bring it up as a talking point. Right. And bef- before, I don't even think it's just social media. Social media was millions of voices, but I think the wave of podcasts and new people influencing society, whether it's through independent journalists, the Rogans of the world, other people who don't have an interest other than their own. Like there was nobody in the word, like true word of an influencer to take a voice like that and blast it out to millions Uh, as like, okay, you know that this person doesn't have an ulterior motive by sharing this story. They're just trying yeah. to put the facts out there. That's right. actually like a, a, a great point because I always attribute everything to social media, but you're right. The whole, that whole podcast industry and like independent, like quote unquote radio and whatever, where you could just like yep. in an instant, right? Like if I wanted to, we hang up this conversation and it's on the internet ready for anyone to listen to in an hour. Yeah. Right. Like you're right. Like that totally had, you know, as much of an influence as social media did on. Okay. Cause know, these would have discourse. never had a, they would, they would have never had a forum, right? You would have had yeah. crazy people tweeting about it, but who would have put it on the news? Yeah. Really nobody. Right. But, but the other part, the other part I wanted to like touch on is, so now I Googled um, the doctor and Brett Weinstein Monday when I sent you, was sending you guys the topic and every single article is describing these guys as loony bins, mm-hmm. describing them as dark web conspiracy theorists using pseudoscience. And when you listen to this episode, I was 100% convinced they were telling the truth and had everybody's best interest at heart. And maybe the truth is somewhere in the middle of those two things, right? Maybe they are jumping to conclusions and science isn't 100% proven. Um, but the fact that anybody now who hears the word ivermectin, Google is it to Tucker, try- Tucker Carlson. That's what they think of. Yep. They're going to Google it to try and learn more. And they're going to say, oh, it's these crazy people on podcasts on the dark web town conspiracy theories. Yeah. They're not going to say, here's the peer reviewed study or not peer reviewed, but here's the study and the findings. 60 and studies. The dots connected to. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. And, and, and I think. And tell me. Like, no, finish that. I was, I was say, tell me you guys cannot 100% see the dots connected of now that we know everything that's covered in mainstream media is communicated to them by the political establishment and their interests are all bought by the elites. You can see the clear trail of this needs to be covered this way because the Democrats said so, because Big Pharma told the Democrats, you are not promoting this. We are making all this money on this treatment. And you can see the clear dots connected to how that message is now portrayed, which is crazy. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's it's not fact, but that's plausible. Well, it's, it's like it's you like said, the, right? The, the, lab the dots not connect. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's plausible. Right. No one's saying it's no one's saying it actually happened. Exactly. But you can't deny it outright. You can't say you've debunked it. Just like you can't say you've debunked this other, you know, the, the idea that this other treatment is again like just 
from loony bins from the dark web or whatever. And I and I think this story combined with the patent story behind the vaccines and big pharma mm-hmm. that we talked about. If they now, I was thinking about this a lot today. I was like, look, like you know, everyone obviously knows this, but I mean, think about how long. I mean, for the rest of our lives that we're standing on two feet, we're going to hear about COVID-19 in this year Forever. and a half, two years, yeah. three, whatever it ends up being, right? You don't tell me there won't be deep dives in, in, you know, in doing hindsight, right, and analyzing all these moves and looking way further into than is being looked into now things like yeah you know the connection of you know these medical organizations that you know fauci and the gain of function research is all tied to that leads to the wuhan institute of virology and then things like ivermectin and why that wasn't discussed as a potential treatment um i mean the the i i guarantee you we'll be like talking to our kids and sounding like absolute like nuts <laughs> And, and, and like documentaries coming out and saying like this is what we were talking about like the, yeah you know the, all the truth is out now whatever 50 years later um it's it's going to be like us being lied into the war in iraq nobody thought it was right. a lie at the time You're 10 right. years later everybody in america knows it was a lie exactly so i i think to my like how i thought about that episode was you know like I, i've heard that guy's brother so brett weinstein's brother eric Weinstein. are they brothers on, yeah uh, yeah, they're both fucking weird. They're both fucking weird. Um, <laughs> but so I, I knew his brother, Eric Weinstein. He's been on like Sagar's podcast a lot. And like, he's super, super weird. But you can tell like wildly intelligent. Yeah. Like a super smart. Like guy. borderline spectrum intelligent. No question. Like I would yeah. never want to be in like a room with him for more than an hour. <laughs> but, you know, if I have to listen to him for 45 minutes on a podcast, he's interesting. So this guy, you know his brother's the same way. And I think he's said things uh, on Twitter that I, you know, find to be over the top and like stretching it. Right. And, you know, kind of almost like feeding into that whole fear mongering shit. Like he said, like that he's like talked to people about, you know, their experience about the vaccine. And he's like, you know, almost everybody has said that they have like some terrible experience. And I'm like, well, dude, that like, I, I don't I just don't believe you when you say that. Like, you know, I, I know quite a few people who have gotten the vaccine and like everyone said they feel like shit, like like you normally would after any vaccine, like the flu vaccine, but I've never heard of anyone that's having like serious issues. So he said shit that I find like objectionable, but I'm gonna tell you right now, like the other guy who's actually a doctor and who's actually like learned studies this, stuff, this for a living. Right. Like he was like and I thought the dichotomy between the both was like a fucking perfect mix because they actually kind of both called each other on different things. And then they would say, you know what? Actually, yep. Let me think about that again. And actually, let me like go back and kind of clarify a few things. And I thought Joe was fantastic. I thought he did a great job of m- like making them answer tough questions. Yeah. Not letting them skeptic. get away. He was with skeptic throughout. Yeah. No question. Not letting them just get away with saying things that you would like if you're a skeptic to your point you would say well what the fuck joe like you're just gonna let him say that and not ask a single question about it he did a great job he asked i think all the questions that i would want to hear asked um, but not in a confrontational manner and let everything kind of come out and i think 
ultimately like what has been the like central theme if there's anything about our show is like that you know this whole like content moderation and people telling you what to think and you know what's right and what's wrong like that has all fallen completely apart over the last year and a half i think it, it has two people who are willing to look at other sources of information. I think to mainstream America, did we lose Adam? No, I'm here. Oh, my uh, video thing was only showing me. That was weird. Um, I think for mainstream America, America, I can't even talk. (laughs) Mainstream America, the, um, What was the fuck was I saying? It's almost nine. It's almost nine 30. Ladies and gentlemen, just, just for me, for mainstream America. I think that they have no idea what the hell we're talking about right now. Yeah. I mean, you're probably I agree with right. that. You're probably right. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll tell people that like I work with other people I know, like, you know, a lot of, it's like a lot of Dude, sweat. you ever hear ivermectin? What? No, no just, just like, yeah. Like, in, I've, in got, about, I've like, got some in the trunk. You need it. <laughs> like, even just when we talked about like the hill and like rising, like before yeah. breaking points, like they're like, what are you talking about? And yeah. to Bo's credit, none of us would have heard about it uh, unless he told us about it because of the interview you saw with Rogan years ago, or that that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. But yeah, this just it, it add just adds more and more layers to the fact that like we've had such like a political and social revolution in our in all of our lives where like we're not just going to accept things anymore as they are told to us. And like you said, now we we kind of have a better understanding of how the sausage is made and, and it makes yeah. a lot more sense to us like why things are said the way they are and why they poo poo on things like whatever that medicine that i can't remember what the name is yeah so, so yeah. i i think the problem was our boy donnie uh completely politicized everything from the beginning and that just sent us on a fucking downward spiral because like I, I so I was doing some research, right? And like I, I search like ivermectin COVID treatment, right? One of the first articles that comes up is a CDC article about why you should not use that as a COVID treatment. So I look into it and I'm reading it. And it says the reason why we're saying this, right, is because there have been people that have taken this drug that was originally designed for animals and they have either gone to the hospital or killed themselves or, you know, killed themselves in the sense that they overdosed, right? They, they took more of this medicine than their body could handle and it, and it killed them. And so you continue to kind of read and in a very, very political roundabout way, it talks about how, Yes, like there are potential benefits to this, right? While not like, quote unquote, peer reviewed and CDC signed off on and FDA approved, right? There are some, you know, people out there on the web that are saying this is a potential treatment. You know, this could potentially harm you, right? Which is like exactly why you would say normally as like the CDC as an organization, hey, don't take this, right? Because it could harm you. Yeah. They're literally talking about people who are taking prescriptions that were prescribed to a horse. So it's ivermectin, but the dosage is for a horse, and they take that dosage and die. That's the Not only bad thing they can say about the it. The actual drug itself and prescribed to humans for like tampering COVID symptoms. Not anything to that nature. Just we're afraid because 
this has been prescribed to animals. There have been people that have gone to the hospital that have taken that medicine prescribed to their horses and harmed themselves. And that's what people read and say, Holy yeah, shit, you're right. This is like a crazy Fox News, like right wing dark web conspiracy. Like the CDC says, it's fucking asinine where this guy on Rogan is talking about the 60 studies, 25 clinical trials. He's treating patients. He's talking about patients that he's treating. He's talking about all this network of doctors and, you know, physicians across the world that he has contact with that are all like communicating and trying to info share and trying to find like best practices. And he's like, this shit has proven over the last whatever year to be 80% effective when you treat it early, when you treat COVID early with Invermectin, all the studies show so far that it is 80% effective in reducing hospitalization and death well and what blew my mind the most is so it has more evidence and the same classification as all the things that the mainstream media will say are 100 percent suggested to take for covid like all those other drugs that they're making gazillions on that there is no more evidence that those are effective than ivermectin but they get all of the these are the treatments because they're the most expensive yeah, so I read an article. That's crazy. Merck is a huge drug corporation in, in the U.S. They yeah. originally had the patent on ivermectin for years and years. Lost it. It's no longer patent protected. They're, they came out and had a statement against using ivermectin to treat COVID. So what they do is they come out with that statement, set the narrative... Right in the country, no one can yeah. question Merck. This is what they do, right? And they develop a drug now. Ivermectin, I think, goes for like the dosage you would need, twenty-five or twenty-six dollars. So what Merck did is they uh, invested in developing a drug that does almost the same thing. It changed one little thing of it, right? Right, right. Changed a couple, a couple molecules or a couple components of the drug itself. It's seven hundred dollars a dose. <laughs> <laughs> and they're promoting that, right? So, like, uh, like, what other conclusion? If you're a smart human being who does not have, like, a, a motive to think one way or the other, like, you just take politics out of it. This is just basic human nature. If you, and, and I think Eric Weinstein uh, had said, or Brett Weinstein had said this, and, you know, it's a stunning statement. It's it may be overblown, but it's incredible to think about. Like the vaccines were given emergency youth author authorization. Emergency youth authorization can only be given if there's not a drug that's out there now, right? Or a solution that's out there now that can give a similar level of treatment. Like I said, all the things that have been studied so far have shown 80%. Uh, efficacy, right, with I treating I uh, COVID-19 with ivermectin early. Vaccines, uh, I took, Adam and I took one that probably gave us cancer, right, and, and said it's whatever it was, 75% efficacy, 80% efficacy. You, Jared, had took taken one 90-something percent efficacy, right? So yeah. ivermectin being 80%, right, is in that range. 
So they would have never been able to give EA or EUAs, right? If ivermectin was not a proven treatment, and that EUA comes with, uh, which I think we've talked about, like complete immunity from liability. So if they make a vaccine that does, in fact, like in a in the worst case scenario, kill, you know, a million people, they can't get sued. They had they signed off. They said, do we don't have liability for this? So not only did they have complete like uh, completely abstain, like they were completely abstained from liability, right, for making these vaccines, which they got paid billions from the federal government yeah. to develop completely immune from liability but yet they had a drug that they like readily made for an affordable price that that could have treated 80% of people and they slandered it for profits I, so at least like if, if that's if that does become the truth like and you're looking at it now as it's like a plausible theory how do you not treat this as something that you want to look into how are our politicians not screaming from the right. hilltops they're, like we they're said. literally choosing profits over lives right it's that simple like isn't that what politicians are for is to like raise issues on our behalf like when we don't have yeah. the power to as individuals I think that's what Georgie wanted when he created this shit, right? Yeah, instead, not, like, he didn't create the Constitution, but everyone's begging for a January 6th commission. You know, like it, it's just to see things yeah. like that play out, which again, like this just kind of uh, perfectly encapsulates everything we talk about, like everything that we hate, right? It wants you to focus on January 6th, like just the culture hammer, war. the culture war, right? Yeah. You know, hammer on how Republicans are trying to democracy. Hammer on how Republicans are like trying to, you know, restrict your vote. And this is Jim Crow, right? Hammer these two things. Meanwhile, the fucking drug that could have treated eighty percent of people diagnosed with COVID nineteen is being chastised by the very people who invented the drug for profit by the same corporations that are making your yeah. vaccines gets no airtime. Now, now you know what we mean when we say when we say the elites, the whole Democrat Republican thing, it's all just theater. They're on the same side. I, they're just distracting us or distracting the masses as they continue mm -hmm. to rob us blind. They're more worried about being having certain people being addressed by the correct pronoun than us just getting fucked by big Whereas, pharma or and fucked calling by our people birthers. Yeah, birthing people. Like birthing what's, people. More, what's more important, right? Especially like to these people who for the last year have had like they ordered signs for their front yards that said like follow the science. Like what could be more important to people like this than like science. calling out and holding account the powers that be that literally make decisions for money that impact whether people can survive or not. And that trickles all the way down, all the way full circle back to Jared's point at original question on 
should we be able to question our doctors, right? The doctor is going to be like, dude, what do you want me to tell you? I can't, I, like, I haven't seen these studies, right? Yeah. Nobody that I can reasonably trust, like, has told me this is okay. Like, I'm not out here on my own doing these studies for myself. So that's why the bottleneck is at the top. That That's the thing with doctors. They're taught, like, how your body works and internal medicine and all that type of stuff. They do residency, but they're taught all this by the establishment, right, what they should do. My guess is most doctors aren't curious enough to go say, hey, let me go do research on this disease to see are there better ways to treat this? Are there things that maybe I don't know? I bet you they're trained once and then they're so goddamn busy working a gazillion hours and shift after shift that they're in cruise control at that point. That's why they don't talk about lifestyle changes and stuff like that. Well, I mean, this could go to into our next week's like work-life balance discussion, but my doctor probably works like 25 hours a week based on, you know, the hours I see online. So, well, like a primary care doctor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. like, you know, one to two, like, or like, uh, you know, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Like Monday, Thursday, Friday, we're off. Sounds but, great. But ultimately, you're right. I mean, you know, I, I don't expect my doctor to go out and try to identify whether ivermectin is right treatment or not right i mean he's relying on the institutions that be to tell him whether it's okay and those institutions are driven by money money i I, like it just drives me fucking insane drives me fucking insane great great topic because i actually listened to that episode when i was in like the airport and it was just fascinating fascinating to hear those two guys talk about it and you could tell like it was almost like sad, but like uh, impressive that they took such care, like each and every one of them, like every time they said something was like, okay, well, let's make sure we're careful about how we say this. You know, let's say this in the right way. Like it, this could not have been more of an important discussion to these three people. Yeah. Which I appreciated. And I think was important for like the validity of the whole discussion. Because if Rogan got on there and he was doing it. mushrooms and, you know, he was... Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, he, he took it extremely seriously, asked all the right questions, challenged them in a way that I feel like I would recommend that podcast to anyone and say, just listen to that and see if it changes your mind at all about how our healthcare system works, how our, you know, this, this whole pandemic response has worked. Uh, over the last year and a half. Just listen to it. Give me your opinion afterwards. No commentary other than that. But but how fucked up is it that Brett Weinstein was trying to publish this doctor's work because he agreed the same point you made? He's like, hey, I'm a biologist. I think it's important what this doctor's doing and the message he's trying to get out. And he's about to lose his livelihood because of it. Demonetized today. Dude, not even was he was demonetized today? Demonetized today. Permanently. His YouTube channel has been demonetized. YouTube no, no longer allows, allows him to make a single penny off of his YouTube channel. That is so messed up. That's what Crystal and Sagar that said at the end of their stomach. episode. They were worried. They were like half kidding, but not really. They're like, all right, well, this episode very well could be scrubbed from our YouTube page. But like, luckily we have subscribers and we don't have to rely on YouTube, but like 
like they were kind of serious about it. Like, cause they talked about the same, like Taibi brought up the same stuff that you guys just went through and who's to say that they're not going to be demonetized just by bringing it up. Please listen to this headline. So I just Googled Brett Weinstein to see if there's a news article about it. Of course there's not, but about him being demonetized. The, oh fuck. What is this shittiest website ever? The name of the headline a possible new anti-vaccine scam is on the rise. Brett Weinstein is simply a right-wing media grifter. Perfect encapsulation of the mainstream reaction. The guy's a, a non-political biologist. <laughs> I mean, that's just unbelievable. Insane. I feel feel bad for the guy. That puts a pit in my stomach that he's tried to do the right thing and he literally has just lost his income. That's terrible. It's so fucked up, and it's exactly the, like like all of us three. Like I think Sagar has like put it somewhat succinctly in saying, "Hey, like I'm not for no content moderation, right? Like, you know, I don't think people should be able to like threaten to kill each other online, like in front of everyone, and that shouldn't yeah. be taken down off of like what are somewhat." public platforms right or not even somewhat you know like in the case of facebook and twitter like very public platforms but is this not like is the whole like a lab leak theory b ivermectin controversy a completely legitimate reason why you should never ever have quote-unquote fact checkers quote-unquote like standards of scientific like research like misinformation like that has been completely destroyed in basically since its inception and fact checkers that have no idea what they're checking facts on it's one thing if you're hiring an expert in a field to give an opinion these are like coders algorithms Yeah. yeah they have no idea what they're correcting yeah it's being flagged as spam and they're like Yep, I got this YouTube like message and it's being flabbed for spam basically because they said the words like COVID-19 and vaccine. So messed up. Uh, it's it's fucking wild. I I think it's an incredible story. Like I don't know again to like the the point of a lot of things we've discussed here. It's like I don't know why this isn't the most important story in the country right now. I don't know why the people in power aren't like looking at this and saying holy shit, like, if this is all actually true, this could have, like, prevented so much of what we just, like, went through the last fucking year. Like, I I can't wrap my head around it. I can't. It's crazy, it's, crazy it's, times. Literally but in a glass-half-full perspective, five years ago, we wouldn't have even heard this story. So... Right. Just right. like the lab leak theory moved forward and, and got its time. Hopefully this does too. Right. And we'll, we'll give thanks to the people who put their, their livelihoods on the line, like Brett Weinstein to get the real news out there. Yeah. And I think that, you know, hopefully like this will be just kind of a living uh, document of how media changes and how everyone thinks yeah. about like the establishment as we go along here. Uh, because... We live in in history boys. Yeah. Sure yeah. are. And, uh, you know, we're the people holding the power to account. I mean, what, what do you want? What, what else do you want from us? I mean, 
We've got we're doing our we've part. Got, we're, we've we're got good. 18, 19 listeners. You know, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're doing everything we, we can. 18, 19, like, what is it? Committed listeners? Consistent? What was the designation? Engaged, I think. Engaged. Engaged. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we got like 15 engaged listeners. <laughs> hey, 15 more than we had a year ago. Well, unfortunately, no one got to listen to all this. Everyone signed off because they hung up after 30 minutes of cone talk. <laughs> And I, I honestly couldn't blame them. No, neither do I. Neither no. do I. Um, <laughs> all right. So ne- next, uh, next time we'll talk about, which I think could be an interesting discussion because I kind of wanted to frame it to you guys in a couple different ways. But like work-life balance, how we try to fucking figure all that out. Like be as happy as we want to. Love be, that topic. Cool, it's a big all, juicy one for Mo. Yeah, do all the awesome shit we want to do in life, but also like provide for our families, all that good shit. So. We'll, we'll do that next time, but um, ooh, Adam, did you just lose Mo? I lost Mo. Hello? He's frozen. Nope. Mo? Nope, I'm kind of nah. losing you, too. Nah, no, I, I can hear. He, he probably hung up. He was probably <laughs> asleep, but uh, it is yeah. almost quarter of 10. So we'll, we'll hit it next week, and uh, we'll let everybody go to bed. Peace. Sounds good. Love you guys.